ever listened to a progressive liberal and thought the wheel is turning, but the hamster is dead? The Kate Daly Show starts now. Be wronged. I won't be insulted. I won't be laid a hand on. I don't do these things to other people. I require the same from them. I won't be wronged. I won't be laid a hand on. Uh, that was John Wayne, I Won't Be Wronged speech. I love that. Uh, he had so many great speeches from his movies. And, uh, boy, he is in the he is in the leftist line of sight lately. We'll talk about that and all kinds of things coming up here with Dr. Duke Pesta. Dr. Duke Pesta of FPEUSA.org uh, and also of the Dr. Duke Show, which I hope that you're uh, listening to because there's no show like it anywhere. Uh, welcome to the show, Dr. Duke. And I've got Uncle Milty. It's going to be a great hour. Thanks for having us again, guys. Mm-hmm. It's you good to see you, too. Bet. You bet. And uh, and also, I just want to mention, there is no other show like Dr. Duke. Somebody was asking me over the weekend um, that, I, I, that I met that listens to this show, said, who do you trust in media? And who I trust in media aren't any of the big names in media, uh, as far as far as talk radio goes. It is, and I'm talking about like the rush, right? You know, you got your rush and all of these individuals. Who I trust in media are voices like Dr. Duke, because I know that he's coming at this from a uh, place of, of freedom, of liberty, of discussing the issues that are not getting discussed. And that's how you know that you're not, that, that you are in a realm of, tr- of getting truth, is when you listen to these folks and they're actually going to deliver deliver it to you because they care about you. And I really, I love what Dr. Duke uh, does, uh, Dr. Duke Pesta. And I just want to tell, tell people, you know, catch your show. You can even catch it live right at the Kate Daly Show uh, Facebook page if you want to. After uh, my show gets off the air, your show's right there and coming on and it's played right on the on the Facebook uh, um, um, uh, page. So thank you. And, and there's a lot of other places that you can find your show as well. Well, thank you. And I think the same holds for your show. It's, it's one of those shows where you know you're going to get uh, a very fair and a very intense look at what people aren't talking about. Our, our show, The Dr. Duke Show, happens to do with education, and no one's really talking about education, what's really going on. And so the podcast, which is free, as you said, anywhere you can get podcasts for The Dr. Duke Show, mm-hmm. it does try to do that. And you bring stories and perspectives that we don't see in the mainstream media as well. So it's a, it's a nice uh, collaboration. Yeah, abs- thank you so much for that. Absolutely. Well, there's a lot going Going on, and we'll get to John Wayne too, uh, because he's now he. Uh, can you imagine now he's in the line of sight? Um, it, you know they're picking people off left and right um, that uh, that people absolutely love and cherish in our society as far as standing up for a certain type of of frame of mind or a certain type of like in his case masculinity squared was it not? And so we'll we'll get to that, but I, I do want to talk a little bit um, just right out of the gate about the narcissism of the left. Um, you know, something very, very interesting always strikes me about where they're coming from, and that is the root and, uh, of, of the leftist um, progressive is narcissism. They want to they think they can control climate. They think they can control gun violence, which is actually very low in this country, under one percent. They think they can control all of these things and that their point of view is full of just this narcissism. And I want to talk about that. And I also want to talk about this movie, The Joker, all kinds of stuff. Where do you want to start? I think you raise a good theme for this show. It's uh, the individual versus the collective. This is Mm -hmm. what it boils down to. You know, what the progressive left hates about American history, about Western culture, about last 2,000 years of Judeo-Christian values, is the degree to which they have been predicated on individual achievement. 
We have, uh, over the last 2,000 years, and more recently since the founding of this country, we have sought control, if you can use that word, of an individual over his or her own life. That's the control we want. We want to make our own decisions. We want to follow our own pathways, uh, right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's why someone like John Wayne falls outside that purview, right? The progressive left, in order to, to push their collective narrative, which is that we only can care about collective values, that the, it's the subordination of the individual to the state that makes a hero to the progressive left. That's why Obama was the perfect president for the left. If John Wayne represents individual masculinity, the do-it-yourself work ethic, the pull-yourself-up-by-your-bootstraps, don't let anybody tell you what to do work ethic, that's, that, that's something that appeals to those of us on the right. But, but, but um, uh, Barack Obama was the perfect president for the left because here's a man who has no discernible gifts. He's really good at reading off a prompter is about the best you can say of him. He couldn't even mm -hmm. write his own autobiographies. Mm -hmm. He couldn't even um, – uh, uh, his p political resume prior to becoming a state, uh, a state senator was nil, and he won a Nobel Prize for doing nothing. I mean, he's really in many ways uh, the forgettable man, the man in the gray flannel suit, the guy who's got no mm -hmm. uh, uniquely individualistic characteristics. Right. And so when, when you measure the two kinds of – it also explains why people like Donald Trump, because say what you will about Trump, but he's a do-it-his-own-way, don't-care-what-you-think kind of guy. Right. And I, I think that sums up very nicely what you said in your opening monologue there that this is the two competing visions. Absolutely. And the one that's built on narcissism, that's why I think people on the right, if you want to go sides, have a tough time analyzing it. They think about it. They can't, we can't come to any sort of common sense about it. None of it makes sense to us because we're not coming at this from a narcissist point of view, but seeking that kind of control. It's amazing what they're doing. And you were talking earlier off the air about China. Let's talk about that for a moment. Yeah, I think this is a, a great example to see the difference in the two worldviews I just sketched out. Uh, it's amazing how the progressive left is hesitant to call out China for absolutely doing something that if the Americans were doing it, they'd be all over. And you've That's got true. China who is basically threatening and bullying and killing Hong Kong protesters. They are uh, stifling speech and censoring political values. Uh, South Park, the ever irreverent South Park, just did an, uh, a, a show that called out the Chinese behavior with regards to Hong Kong, and the Chinese promptly banned it. It's exactly what the progressive left wants to do to you and me. Any, uh, they're using social media platforms to ban even moderately right-wing conversations and shows and, and talk. And, and so it's about control for them. And I, I think the reason is, is because the progressive left can't win based on argument or fact. Mm -hmm. We know that's true. That when it, you brought up brilliantly at the beginning of the show, gun violence, gun violence is way down. Every statistical measure, measurement shows, metric shows that gun violence is calmer than it has ever been. Well under 1% in this nation because yeah. we have gun ownership. <laughs> it's because of yeah. that. Yeah. And what is the response of the left is to hype and inflate every statistic. Campus rapes. How, how yep. you believe the progressive left, 50% of all of American schoolgirls on college campuses have been raped. These exaggerated statistics because they don't have facts on their side. Mm -hmm. And when you think about uh, the NBA, the Houston Rockets were partnering with China when uh, one of the Houston Rockets executives tweeted out a, a harmless tweet supporting the, the uh, protesters in Hong Kong. China immediately broke ties with the Houston Rockets. Now, the Houston Rockets, cowardly, are contemplating firing this guy simply <laughs> for tweeting on his own dime that he th found something admirable about the protest. And yet, you, you, they call, they, look at the way the progressive left at attacks Donald Trump. And then look at the way they defend countries like China. 
right? Mm -hmm. And then we saw it last week when we talked on your program. The same Greta Thunbergs, the same progressive lefties who are condemning the Western world for pollution have nothing to say when it comes to China or India. They won't even call them out. They, they, weren't, even, they weren't even required to sign the Paris Accords uh, or in this latest round of condemnation of nations, little Greta and her team of uh, environmental wackos wouldn't even list China, the world's greatest polluter. And so when you stop and look at it that way, right, mm -hmm. the progressive left likes collectivist bullies and thugs. They don't like individualistic ones. So Donald, Donald Trump's individualistic swagger, they hate it. They call it misogynist and patriarchal. But the swagger of an entire nation led by the guy who nominated himself president for life in China, that just really appeals to them. It's so true. That's so true. Uncle Milty's over here nodding away. It's true. <laughs> it though. is true. It's true, though. And, you know, when Trump cited my great and unmatched wisdom, I thought it was hysterical today. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. And it makes well, them unhinged because they don't want anyone to have any kind of, of power or ego but themselves, right? It's so funny to me. They can't, real, they can't take a joke. Trump, I know. Trump is clearly joking. <laughs> he says that stuff because he knows Hollywood has no sense of humor. Right. That when he says that stuff, it's almost like I wish he would come out once and once on, on and do a press conference in that Johnny Carson's Karnak hat, right? And put an envelope to <laughs> his forehead. I predict four more years of Trump. They will lose their minds. They have no sense of humor. Right. And so again, his his swagger is the swagger of an individual. He's a man. He doesn't care what you think. He's not trying to be like every other boring, bland president who sat in that office. He's going to put his own stamp on it. And even if you don't like the guy, you like the attitude. That's what the left has not figured out and they will not figure it out mm -hmm. that it's not necessarily the man and his foibles that we love mm -hmm. but we love that attitude right yep. that says america first right i'm the president of the united states i am not the president of the world name the when we when was the last time we had a democrat president who actually didn't think he was president of the whole world <laughs> i mean true. that goes back from obama to clinton to carter it goes all the way back to johnson and kennedy was certainly i guess it would be before kennedy I, I, i'm trying to think at the top of my head who was the last Democrat president? Well, I guess it would have been Truman, right? Mm -hmm. And in a weird way, Truman, at the end of World War II, kind of got thrust into this role of being president of the world as the whole world had to rebuild. Maybe that's where it stemmed from. Yeah. But there's something about Democrat presidents believing they have to be presidents of the, of the global order rather than only America. Well, they aligned themselves with the construction of that UN at the time. Go ahead. Yeah, for well, sure. Well, you know, when, when, the, when I read this thing about the NBA and mm -hmm. the Houston Rockets and China, the first thing that came to my mind was these are the same people that because of his protest they made Colin Kaepernick a hero. <laughs> That's right. So That's exactly yeah. and then but the in China it's the oppressive government that's the hero that we can't offend. Isn't it amazing? And we remember liberals in the 30s and 40s, Walter Durante of the New York Times, winning Pulitzer Prizes for concealing from the West the fact that Stalin was starving the Ukraine to death. Wouldn't even report on it. Lied about how benevolent Stalin was. What has changed in the, in the almost 100 years ago? That's what Walter Durante was doing for the Times. And today you got the same sort of thing. These apologists for these big polluting, mm -hmm. uh, censorship, free speech destroying. Hey, but you know what? What, what makes China so great to the left is ordinary citizens can't own guns. That's, that's what sets it apart, right? Right. And, and by the way, gun grabbers, by the way, Beto, uh, this is what happens when citizens don't own guns 
and only the government does, it's called a million Chinese in internment camps. That's what you get. Yep. Oh, so true. Oh, my gosh. And we're not seeing it. We're not realizing it. I did a show uh, last week on, on the human organs being taken from people. And we just don't Harvesting. realize how, yeah, how um, uh, it's just the entire the entire thing is so deep and so convoluted and uh, depraved and we don't even see it. So we as a public need to wake up and and we know that they're. They're lunatics. They're narcissist lunatics, which makes them even even that more insane. Also, uh, bordering psychopaths because they do want to control everything and they do believe they can in their own minds. They believe that they can and they believe that with enough rhetoric being spouted that they're going to get everybody to join in. That's a whole lot of sarcasm. I mean, sarcasm, uh, um, narcissism going on. We're going to come right back more with Dr. Duke from the Dr. Duke show and Uncle Milty when we come back. I want to talk about the Joker a little bit, the Joker movie, why it has everybody so unhinged on the left, too. This is very, very interesting. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Nielsen RV has buck fever. Not that kind of buck. This kind of buck. Buy an RV at Nielsen RV and get a second RV for just a buck. Can't decide if you want a big, roomy fifth wheel or a luxury travel trailer? Get both! Are you more of a rugged off-road RVer and your spouse wants all the bells and whistles? Problem solved. Keep one for yourself. Give one to your kids for Christmas. It's buck fever. Buy an RV. Get one for a buck. Only at Nielsen RV. Off the Bluff Street exit, State Street and Hurricane, or online at NielsenRV.com. See dealer for details. When Tempur-Pedic first came onto the scene, they literally revolutionized sleep. Well, they're still revolutionizing it with their new ProAdapt line with advanced pressure relief for deep relaxation. You've never slept like this because there's never been anything like this. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Come try one today and pay no interest for 72 months. Plus, we'll throw in two free Tempur-Pedic pills or $300 off a Tempur-Pedic adjustable base. Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. Just imagine an all-inclusive resort experience in sunny St. George, an 18-hole championship golf course, tennis courts, restaurant, swimming pool, and drinks served to you as you're lounging at the pool. Sound like a dream? It's reality at the brand-new nightly rental Bloomington Villas at Bloomington Country Club. These new villas are now selling starting at $399.9. For more info, visit BloomingtonVillas.com. No one wants to go through life feeling lousy. I have been there myself. I had joint pain, a lot of brain fog, and I thought I had postpartum depression. I went into Red River Health and Wellness, and within weeks, I was feeling so much better. So if you're suffering from symptoms like fatigue, depression, weight gain, digestive problems, hair loss, or even headaches, Red River can help you. Most people don't know why they have a low thyroid to begin with. Research is showing that people suffering with low thyroid actually suffer from a lot bigger disorder called Hashimoto's disease. So people taking thyroid medicine may not feel much improvement because they're not getting to the root of the problem. Our patients come to us incredibly frustrated because their doctors have told them over and over that their blood tests are normal, but they keep feeling worse. So we find out what's causing the Hashimoto's and create a specific care plan for each patient. Give Red River Health and Wellness Chiropractic Physicians a call, 855-55-RIVER. Call today for an in-depth consultation, absolutely free. Call Red River today. 
Attention, homeowners. Has your heating and AC system struggled and you've wondered what's the best time to upgrade that old system? Now is a great time during the milder season when you probably aren't using your system as much and the guys at Air Care Professionals have more time available. Plus, great specials. Get up to $1,500 off a new system and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Air Care Professionals and Bryant are doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Call Air Care Professionals today, 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. Are you hitting your deadlines? It's crunch time and you've been told that countertops are another three weeks out. Does making your deadlines seem impossible? At Bedrock Quartz, our turnaround time from template is eight days. That's right, eight days, not weeks or months. From a remodel to new construction, you can start hitting your deadlines today with Bedrock Quartz. For beautiful quartz, granite, or marble countertops that are built for your future, call Bedrock Quartz or BedrockQuartz.com. Don't miss Financial Strategies, Saturday at noon on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies, hosted by Trevor Carlson, will introduce you to the products and professionals that will provide you with the best strategies and tools to live more abundantly. Tune in every Saturday at noon to Financial Strategies, right here on St. George News Radio, 1450 AM and 93.1 FM. Financial Strategies is brought to you by Heritage Reverse Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS number 1497455. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. Scientific research has shown that many cancers and lifestyle diseases can be prevented with a diet rich in fruits and vegetables. This prevention comes from the phytochemicals in the plants. I don't take any supplementation, but I take Balance of Nature because I've seen it in my lab and I know that it works. I've seen the immune response increase, I've seen your DNA repair capacity increase, and I've seen DNA protection. And that, to me, as a scientist, rings so true. And it's only natural. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we'll take off an additional $25 on your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. <laughs> You're listening to the Kate Daly Show. I'm so happy about that. Welcome to the show. You can go to katedalyradio.com for podcasts. Call-in number is 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. You can call in live from Chicago, wherever you are listening, all around the globe. Canada, too. We don't forget about you. And uh, and you can call up. I love that. Also, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Joker. That's why the uh, reason for the theme song, the old Batman theme song. We're going to uh, talk about that in just a moment. I have a caller, too, uh, that would like to say something, too. Also, Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is right on katedallyradio.com and click on it, go right over, and you can get $25 off, which is huge savings. Make sure that you're ordering up on Balance of Nature. I love this supplement because it delivers fruits and vegetables in a dehydrated form that you can get every single day. And our nutritional sources are so owned by the government to the tune of $20 billion in subsidies on our farms that we don't realize that they're picking w- winners and losers and that and that what they say goes. 
And so our food supply is greatly diminished in nutrients. And I just wanted to add that you need to be on a supplement no matter what you take. I'm encouraging you to get one. Balance of Nature, after all my research, was the best one that I found that had everything and and, and in a complete way. Go to Balance of Nature. Look it up. It, it explains exactly what's in the product and what's not in the product. It's amazing. Um, but you can get $25 off putting in the code Kate. Highly, highly recommend. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty. Hi. Hey. Hey. Okay, we've got a caller. Hi, caller. You are on with Dr. Duke Pesta. Call in numbers 888-673-1450. Go right ahead. Yeah, I just want to remind everybody that back in uh, 2013, in July, the government was then allowed to have a propaganda of their own media. So Mm -hmm. the government arm of broadcasting... Before that was never allowed to do propaganda, but they repealed that, and now they've allowed that. And when the government was opening the doors to that, all of a sudden, we've opened the door to all the private media doing it. And you can trace all this fake media back mm-hmm. almost to that date exactly. And they yep. were they were allowed to. It was just legalized. It, so, so to get away from any liability in 2012, we need to make sure that's asserted because propaganda has been there for a very, very long time. But it, it's legalized. Yeah. If the government wasn't liable, that means that the private companies themselves couldn't be held liable either. Mm-hmm. So that opened the door to them being able to do it also. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for that. Really appreciate that, uh, Dr. Pesta. That's a great point. And, and there's no doubt that the uh, ever since that time, uh, we're talking about six, seven years ago, the, the social media giants, too, they didn't used to be anti-American. They didn't used to be quite as lockstep in line with progressive government have as they have been since that event occurred six, seven years ago. Yep. Yep. It used to be to foreign outlets. They were it would legalize right. it to foreign outlets, CIA being a huge part of that. But now they get to do it inside this country legalized. Right. So it, it is. It's an important point. Um, let's talk about the Joker, <laughs> shall we? Um, because the left does not like this movie. They do not like this movie. They liked Heath Ledger, like you said, off the air. I got to give you credit for that. They liked Heath Ledger, but they do not like this one. Why? Why do you think that is? And I, I think it goes back to the premise we, we put forth at the beginning of the show. This Joker is a radical individual. Heath Ledger played it as he was kind of the voice for Antifa. If you had taken the clown paint off Heath Ledger's Joker and put an Antifa mask, he would have fit perfectly. Hmm. Marching in the street with in lockstep with radicals mm-hmm. who believe what he believed. Yep. But this Joker is painfully a loner. He's the, may I say it, he's the John Wayne of Batman villain in this one. He's a, he's, a, he's a complete loner and an individual. And his mental illness, his craziness, in part stems from a society where there's no, no place left for him. Right? It's almost like, and it makes a sense, there's a, there's a certain moral to the story of this Joker. That if you want to become famous in this world, and that's everything now, right? Mm-hmm. All the surveys tell us that Little kids would rather be famous than anything else, more than they love their parents, more than they want money, more than they want education. They want to be famous. And there's something about the character, right, who's a nobody until he becomes famous for being somebody outrageously outlaw, right? Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this on your show before, guys. Uh, The the fact that the mainstream media keeps giving the names of shooting of, of these crazy shooters at schools, you're turning them into jokers, right, one by one. And I think what really bothers the progressive left about this guy, this joker, is he's not uh, fighting for any particular collective value. He's not going after uh, the, the favorite targets of the progressive 
progressive left. And so they want to turn him into the word they keep using, incel, right? Involuntarily celibate. And there's a, you, you read a, a review, mm-hmm. part of a review at the, during the break, Kate. Maybe you want to share some of it with them. But yeah. it basically argued that this is misogyny. The incels are misogynistic. They are. Right? The, so in other words, young men who are denied sex by women therefore hate women, as if what are they supposed to do? To be a good incel, you should just force yourself upon women? The the, the left's attitudes Mm -hmm. and their explanations for this stuff is so misguided. And an incel is a what? Involuntary Involuntary celibate. But I don't even believe that theory. I I think that's all nonsense. Uh I mean, not not being a promiscuous homosexual (laughs) is a bad thing, you know? Not trying to lay every woman you run into is a A bad bad thing. thing. Both of those are bad things. It's crazy. I mean, the term just disgusts me when I hear it. Yeah. So once you're... This is the progressive left. You are at once... um, Mm-hmm. pushing celibacy, right. in, involuntary celibacy, pathetic involuntary celibacy on creatures you then turn around are wickedly powerful, right? Mm-hmm. They may be hapless little nerds who can't get a girlfriend, but they're also, by the same token, dangerous to the point that they're going to start shooting up schools. It's the left's desire to both comicalize people and then turn them into violent threats. Yes. And that's the same kind of a par- stereotype you get here. Um, and you know, go back to the last time I, I remember the left, the, the feminist left, hating a movie this much it was another movie that made a similar point and that was fight club mm-hmm. fight club 20 years almost 20 years ago exactly made a similar argument right that that um in that case they weren't involuntary celibates they were men who were celebrate celebrate celibate because they had chose to be because they were no longer felt the, the corporate need to marry or to propagate the way that the um uh the, the hallmark tv specials would like you to and, and it made a very similar point that w- what are men is it possible for men to define themselves uh, without deferring to women? And that's a really important question, uh, and it really touched a nerve back then, and it touches a nerve now, I think, in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Dallas Observer said a clown for a clown incels. These these young men who who um, the they're, they're, the left loves to say that they're they're being tortured uh, because women are denying them sex and so they are involuntary celibate. Incels are claiming the Joker is a symbol of their misogyny brought on by involuntary celibacy and that they've turned this this movie character into their symbol for this, which is kind of interesting. There's another movie too. That's talking about misogyny and it's a love letter to feminists and they love that one. And they don't want they're they're trying to align uh, the Joker with being kind of every male out there who's not having sex is going to be a violent psychopath, too. And wait a second. There is no such thing as the incel community. Do you think there are a bunch of men out there who can't get it walking hey, around saying, here's my badge that says I can't get it and recruiting other men who can't get any to the club? This does not exist, people. This is a complete formulation of the progressive mind. Yeah. Oh, and let's be very clear. Incels are always young white males. Yeah. There's yeah. no yeah. possibility you can be a Hispanic or a black or a Native American incel. No, no. They should call them wincels. White involuntary. <laughs> <laughs> and wind cells will start calling them. And yeah. they are 100% 
They're, they're, they're farting uniform corns. They're tap dancing little, uh, leprechauns. They don't mm -hmm. exist. These are bogeys created by the progressive mind. And as I said a moment ago, this fills perfectly the role of a progressive bogey. On the one hand, they are weak because women control power, right? Women refuse to have sex with them. Women have the power. Women making decisions to out exclude these men, which then therefore turns these men into violent killers. Well, wait a second. That same template is sort of played out in the movie The Joker, only everybody who watches the movie sees him as a kind of hero, not as the monster the left would have them be. That's what bothers the left about this movie, the, that the Joker has all of those antisocial, anti-progressive characteristics that they love to hate, only when you watch the movie, the Joker in his own way is somewhat heroic. Mm. Yeah, go Interesting. ahead. Well, I just think it's... I think the bottom of it comes from the fact that, let's face it, these leftists, these progressives don't, anarchists are their worst enemy mm -hmm. because yeah. anarchists are the only ones that are really going to fight their well, total control. They're, they're organically wanting that, right? right? And a lot of the left is propped up or manipulated. What, what I found kind of interesting was the term of incel coming from Grinnell College, who said they are 21 years of age or over and have gone six months without a romantic partner, not of their own volition. We used to call that morals. We used to call that. <laughs> People that cared about their value system, yeah. and now we're calling it that you know that, that they're an incel. And so then the New Yorker last year in May came out with an article that talked about the rage of the incels, the rage of people with values or people that don't want to be engaging in something like that. That's kind of an interesting thing. Well, again, look at that. That places all the power for defining men in the role of women, right? Mm -hmm. If a woman gives you sex, you're not an incel. If a woman withholds sex from you, you are. In other words, there's nothing you can do that is not mediated by a woman's choice. And so isn't it interesting, right, that uh, and flip it around. You know, we, what we used to call going six months without having sex, if you're not seeing somebody or in a steady relationship, that used to be called morality. Right? Yeah. That used to be called yeah. normality. But notice what they've done. They have, in, in the same way that they think they're attacking men, they're also stereotyping women. What does yeah. that imply about women? There are no in-cell, win-cell women, right? Uh -huh. Notice how incels or what we just dubbed them wincels white right white mm -hmm. incels there are no such thing as as the same thing applying to women and that's because as we all know women's sexuality is utterly available it, it does seem to imply doesn't it, it that does. uh, women women use sex right for rather than participate in it there's a lot of stereotypical assumptions that the left makes that makes about women mm -hmm. in creating the creature of the wincel Oh, that's so true. Look at the look at the so-called victims of Hollywood's Me Too. They were all in control of their sex life. They yep. were they were more than willing to give it up for a movie role. And then when they got enough power, then they spoke out about being a victim. Well, they they attained everything in their careers they wanted and had nothing to lose now. Mm -hmm. And by coming out at that stage of their lives and telling what these evil Harvey Weinsteins did to them, right, for mm -hmm. what? For a $50 million role in a movie, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they came, when, the, when they decided to come out, it made them more famous because they could be, this is what every progressive wants, is to be rich, powerful, and entitled, but also a victim, right? 
Think about how much of the progressive, the rich uh, progressive left, whether we're talking the NFL, like you mentioned, Colin Kaepernick, or we're talking about Hollywood, or we're talking about rich leftist politicians, they're so guilty of their money and their privilege, they adopt these radical leftist positions to, in order to consider themselves victims. It's the only place they can go. And so all these very rich, very progressive women who knew exactly what they were doing when they t- traded sex for, t- for roles in movies, knew exactly what they were doing, could have st- said no at any time. And mm-hmm. the other women, the other Hollywood women who knew about it, like Jane Fonda, these women uh, did nothing. And, that, and mm-hmm. only when they had reached the peaks of their careers and the culture had turned towards the hashtag MeToo movie, did they realize, these actresses, that they could be even bigger heroes than they were for their acting if they now painted themselves as the victims of a cruelly sexual patriarchy. I think it was a lot more inside of them. It was in a way to alleviate their guilt at prostituting themselves all those years to get where they got. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. But a good feminist knows that there's no such thing as a prostitute. There's just a well-paid woman making a choice. <laughs> right? Well, I love how you put that. And then I love how they put an incel with a, guy, a young white guy with pimples on his face is now somebody that's involuntarily celibate and can't get a romantic partner. I just and, and they call them an online subculture. Of course, you know it's kind of amazing to me how they're turning that into that. Be right back. Yep. Great stuff from both you guys. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Just the call I didn't want to hear or need today. I just got home, and there's water everywhere. At St. George Water Heaters, they understand. And that's why they have same-day or at least a 24-hour response time, and your water heater problems can be resolved. Their superb, well-trained courtesy technicians have the proper equipment to get the job done right the first time. Protect your investment with a courteous, trustworthy water heater man from St. George Water Heaters. Visit stgeorgewaterheaters.com, voted number one best of Southern Utah. Angie's List and Home Advisor. Bedrock Quartz, hands down, is the countertop company you need when hitting your deadlines. Their pricing is competitive, the quality is top-notch, and the service is excellent. Everyone we dealt with was knowledgeable, professional, and courteous. Even with all the questions we contractors have, it was clear that even the installers had customer service training and practiced it. Clean up what cleanup? We didn't even know they had come except the client's countertop was installed and done on time. Call Bedrock Quartz today or visit bedrockquartz.com. know the old expression you get what you pay for well how does this sound get more than what you pay for hi i'm dave mizrahi owner of best mattress and that's the idea behind our big king for a queen sale going on right now you buy a certa perfect sleeper or a beauty rest king size mattress but only pay for a queen size that's a savings up to a thousand dollars gotta love it best mattress home of the 120 day guarantee sleep easy friends Hi, this is Ed Baca. It's an honor and a privilege to serve on the St. George City Council. I am grateful to be able to rub shoulders with so many of you that believe as I do that service to God and country is the essence of what it means to be a resident of St. George. St. George is vibrant and alive, financially stable and secure. With your support, I will continue my unending efforts to make St. George a clean and safe place to live and raise your family. Please vote to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. Paid for by committee to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. 
Stuckey Family Pharmacy wants to be your partner in wellness. If you take several prescription supplements or over-the-counter medications every day, it can be a challenge. Minimize that stress by having all those pills pre-packed at Stuckey Family Pharmacy. Pre-packing provides several benefits. First, it's a free service. Having your prescriptions pre-packaged and delivered at no cost saves you time and stress. Plus, you never miss or forget a pill because they'll be pre-packaged not only by day, but by time of day. Pre-packaging is also convenient. You can get a month's worth of medications at one time, delivered right to your door. And because all of this is monitored by your pharmacist, you can rest assured that your medications and their doses are completely accurate and free from pill interactions. Ask about the free pre-packaging next time you stop by Stuckey Family Pharmacy. Stuckey Family Pharmacy, your partner in wellness. Off Telegraph near Coles or at StuckeyFamilyPharmacy.com. We all know the song. In 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue for Columbus Day savings at the locally owned and operated Ashley Home Store. You, too, can discover the savings throughout the entire store. Save up to 25% off your entire purchase or 60 months special financing. Feast like a king and queen around this gorgeous dining room table for just $4.69. That's a savings of $230. Relax after a long day at sea on this comfy sofa for just $6.99. That's a savings of $300. All accessories up to 60% off. And discover the special orange tags throughout the store to save up to 50%. Sail your way back into the Ashley Sleep Center and get two-year special financing and discover great mattress deals like this Ashley Sleep queen-size hybrid mattress set for just $2.99. It's the Columbus Day Sale happening right now at the Ashley Home Store on East Red Cliffs Drive in between the DI and Pineview Stadium 10. All financing OAC. See store for details. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. I know banks can seem like they're all the same. A lot of them seem faceless to me, too. That's why I've spent my whole career where I've spent my whole life, where I can put a face to every name that I serve. I've known most of my clients here in Washington County for a long time, and I enjoy getting to know those I don't know already. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office, or I'll go to you. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains away. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a midnight joker. I get my love and all the run. Oh, that's right. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome. It's his loving on the run. Not apparently if you're an incel. Uh, we're back here with you on the Kate Daly Show. And, of course, we have a number of media pundits out there having having their way with the movie The Joker. And I've talked about some issues I've seen with the movie The Joker and the character um, and the character sort of being a, a strange protagonist. But the left is making that into being the um, the incel. If you haven't, it's kind of like inbred, but incel. That's the kind of connotation I get anyway, Dr. Duke and Uncle 
Michael Milty, is that they really want you to think that having some values or some morals is really the ticket to becoming um, kind of like what the Joker becomes is this uh, mass violent um, psycho dude who's going to go shoot everything up. And, and it's because they're not being promiscuous enough, I guess. I'm not quite sure. Is that the message? I'm just it's one of the messages. I think another one of the messages is is that this this guy doesn't fit anywhere. He's he's utterly um, mm-hmm. consumed by the mediocrity of his times. Right. And his own his stand up comic career is, un, is unremarkable. It's almost like to become an individual, you have to become a monster. Yeah. Uh, I think that w- that what you see happening is the movie makes the point right that in this selfie world where fame is everything. Everyone wears a mask all the time. I think that's one of the points of it. And I think what the movie does is it sort of deconstructs that a little bit because this particular character does lose his mind and becomes actually more of an individual than he ever was before he lost his mind. Yeah. And that drives him crazy. Yes. And, uh, and, of, and of course, well, yes, yes, yes. Let, let's take a caller first. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Oh, thank you. I mean, again, uh, you know, the thing I think scares them the most is the fact that they see the future of their inner city collapse of what's happening as their progressive system doesn't work anymore. This is a failure of the mental health system in treating somebody. And that's what's happening today. When you see the homeless all over our inner cities area is a lack of treatment with people with mental in, you know, di- disease. Mm, okay. And that's what's going on. And that's what this movie and Joker's creation actually comes as a society lacking of the care and the ability to treat people with mental illness. Thank you for that. And that's that. happening today. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Dr. Duke? Yeah, he's right. I mean, mental mental illness does play a big role in this. But, you know, you think about the projection of mental illness, too. We've also reached the point in this culture where, like white supremacy, racist, misogynist, uh, those words that the left uses to not argue with you but to shut you down, they've just created another one in the incel, right? Mm-hmm. And by definition, the wincel, the white uh, <laughs> involuntary wincel. celibate, right, the, yeah. the wincel, they are, they are the definition of of mentally depraved to the left, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're white, which means they're toxic. They're male, which means they're toxic. Mm-hmm. They're white, which means they're white supremacist, right? They're, they're involuntarily celibate, which means that they uh, are not hip and with it and sexually liberated. So uh, in that, 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 con- that construct of the left, the wind cell, they have created the poster child for the mentally deformed and the mentally ugly and the mentally violent. Then along comes the Joker in which somebody seems to morph away from the incel into this uh, monstrous creature. But again, it's hard for us to watch the screen and not root for him. Mm -hmm. And it drives the left nuts that they've spent so much time trying to make men like who the Joker was before he became the Joker, the butt of all jokes, that he has the last laugh in the movie. He turns out that his madness, in his madness, he's more uh, precisely able to confront society than he was when he was just the wind cell. And the idea that the Joker wins or is sympathetic or that this particular Joker is something that is really psychological interesting to so many people. They don't just get on the bandwagon and label him like they do the wind cell. Bothers them. This is exactly the kind of creature the wind cell, that the wind cell turns into, according to the left, and you're supposed to hate them for it. But lo and behold, people are spending billions and billions of dollars to, in their own way, admire and be fascinated by him. 
I also want to point out, too, as we've talked many times on the show, that many false flags are perpetuated by a young 20-something that's not getting anything that is sitting behind a computer that is psycho or mental. And I do want to add that I think that there is a a continuum going on here to persuade us to think that these are around every corner so that when a false flag is perpetuated by one of these kinds of individuals, it's heavily manipulated by intelligence companies, that that is actually organic and it's not. And so I just wanted to mention that as kind of a side route to this, too. Go well, ahead, it, if it was as prevalent as they try to make it out to be, the movie would have been titled The Jokers. <laughs> <laughs> because you know, who the are these thing, women, you know? Why, why did not Hollywood mm-hmm. choose to be really feminist and revolutionary like they always pretend they are and cast a female Joker? That yeah. would have been a totally different movie, right? Yeah. And I guarantee you, if she were female instead of male, she would be a hero to the left. And yep. it would, She could have exactly the same lines, exactly the same plot, but if she were a female Joker, they would immediately see what they now hate as heroic. Amen to that. Amen to that. And I'll go one, let me go okay. one step further All with right. this wind cell stuff. You are smoking crack if you think there are a bunch of 18-year-old boys out there who may be involuntarily celibate because women won't sleep with them who aren't getting some themselves, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. The, with all of the, the pornog- pornography on the internet, the idea that these men are sexless is ridiculous. It's, but it's a very narcissistic kind of sex, right? Mm-hmm. It's sex with yourself. Right. And I think that that's ice. And that's part of our broader culture. It's not just men either, right? We, we, we found out that women are beginning ad- to become addicted to pornography at the same levels men are. And so it's much more a commentary on, are these young boys really involuntarily celibate, or have they chosen to simply have sex with themselves? As opposed to, and that's a, one of the points that Fight Club made 20 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is having sex with a woman uh, being in a sexual relationship with a woman, actually the definition of masculinity, which has been foisted on men for a long time in the feminist age. We're supposed to believe that a man is nothing until he has uh, sex Conquering. with a permissive woman. Conquering right, exactly. women. Yeah. Yeah. And, and who are right. all these women that they never talk about when they talk about the incel, you know? Um, right. And so the women are obviously having sex with somebody or themselves or whatever the case may be. Um, and I do want to talk about John Wayne because uh, right now there is such an annihilation of masculinity and our country and they want to take down anyone that speaks to masculinity which feeds right into this narrative we've been talking about this whole hour yeah if anybody if there was ever somebody who was the opposite of a wind cell it was john wayne (laughs) and and you look at clint eastwood how uh, eastwood spoke out at the democrat at the republican national convention and and had the empty chair sitting there to represent barack obama this is what masculinity used to be right rugged Mm -hmm. individualism and hollywood did it for about the from anywhere from about the 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 talk era of the talkies in the 20s all the way through the 1970s all the the idea of masculinity in, in progressive hollywood itself was that the rugged, the individual, the do-it-himself, the loner. I loved, everybody loves the spaghetti westerns. You don't even know Clint Eastwood's name. No, you never know what his name is. Yeah. He's just the, the unnamed cowboy. And you think about that kind of masculinity. That's the masculinity that won two world wars, conquered the Depression, yep. and took us to the moon. That's that masculinity. And I, you won't believe this. I asked my students the other day. I said, how many of you ladies, a class of 32 students, about 20 of them are women. So how many of you ladies actually want men that the feminist said you should like? I said, how many of you want a woman want a man who has wears more makeup than you did? And they all laughed. No one raised their hand. How many of you want a man? who actually cries at movies faster than you do. And they all shook their head no. I said, how many of you do you, do, do you want men with hands that are softer than yours? And every one of those girls said no. And so what are you looking for, I asked them. And, and, they, and what the response was, men. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Men who are stronger than they are, men who are uh, don't, don't do all the talking, men who get things done, men who know how to do things. They, what they want is exactly the opposite of what the feminists offer them. Yes, and what you just said was not a Freudian slip. When you went out of the gate with that, with men and women, when you when you said women, but you meant men, because right. women, feminists, want to hoist women on us. They want us to want women, and that's mm-hmm. what's never talked about. They don't uh, want us to want a man, because a man speaks to everything they're not about. They want us to like women. They want to turn men into women. That's it's even one step further. You just nailed it. One of my students, when I finally asked him, I said, so what is it? I said, so you realize now and they all agreed that you don't want the kind of women, men that feminists say that men should be. They all agreed. I said, well, what kind of men do you think women want you to have? Feminists mm-hmm. want you to have. And one girl said lesbians. That's <laughs> so true. That, yeah, that what they want us yeah. to want is other women. Right. Yes. Uh, and they want us as women to want other women who are butch. Right. Yes. Who 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 wear the flannel pants and who have Combat the butch boots, haircuts, walk the ones who like otherwise that. act like men, yep. right? Yep, yep. And then so- the hands are soft and then still want to cry with you. They want us to want a woman. I, we have a caller for you. Hi, caller. You're on with Dr. Duke Pesta and Uncle Milty and myself. Go right ahead. Well, I was just going to say, didn't we already see this movie in A Clockwork Orange and Taxi Driver? All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're right on the money. Thank you for that, uh, Dr. Pesta. And isn't it interesting that it was De Niro in Taxi Driver and De Niro who plays one of the foils to the Joker in this movie? Uh Uh, And it's amazing. And you think about the the fake liberal hyper hyper machismo of of Robert De Niro and right, Mm -hmm. punch F Trump, going to punch Trump in the face, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. It just it's all just an act. And I think Mm -hmm. that's exposed as well too. One of the other things that the Joker movie does from 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 you can tell just from watching the ads and watching the trailers is it exposes Hollywood. It exposes the idea of playing a part. Uh, Hollywood actors and actresses need us to desperately believe that being somebody other than yourself is, a, is an act of great bravery and art. It's not. It's one of the easiest jobs you're ever going to have. But you also begin to believe that you are everybody else. And I think that Joker makes that point as well. It's also a satire on Hollywood, which the progressive left doesn't like. Right, right. Well, according to the Daily Trojan, I know, yeah. uh, USC's <laughs> leading newspaper, um, for the school, the school newspaper for USC, the John Wayne exhibition may be removed by the end of this semester. And uh, they argued that some students are argued that, I'm going to guess it's a few, argued that the legendary's actor's statements from decades ago support white supremacy. No, he supported masculinity. This has nothing to do with white supremacy as much as it has to do with being a man. Kate, you know how you know I'm not a wincel? How? how? <laughs> I read a daily Trojan once a day. <laughs> that's me. And yep, that's yes, you. that's right. I'm telling you, I said this during the break. Right. In 10 years of Gavin Newsom's reign as boy, effeminate boy wonder uh-huh. of California, right. you watch. The John Wayne Airport will be renamed the RuPaul Airport. Oh, my gosh. You're right on the money. You're right on the money. Uh, we can't have a real man being a real man. But if we have a man pretending to be a woman, that now is the height of progressive masculinity. You're right. You're absolutely right. And don't forget, right. the mayor of New York's wife. Remember uh, when they, they, were, they had to pick new statues because there weren't enough female statues in New York. So New York City had a contest. Who would you like to see? What female statues would you like to see? And they voted for a lot of great women, including a couple of Catholic nuns, one who was the patron saint of immigrants. But the, the mayor's wife actually said no. She ignored the contest, and she proposed two new statues of drag queens, oh men who played women. 
to be made to put up in New York City as opposed to actual women. You just got to love it, the lunacy. Uh, caller, you have about 30 seconds. Go right ahead with Dr. Pesta. Uh, yes, I'd just like to share with you guys and the professor. I did a similar experiment like that back in the late 90s. And my question to a couple of students in the class was, who would you prefer uh, as, as, a, as a husband type or uh, as, as a type of man that you would want to marry, Alan Alder or John Wayne? And they picked John Wayne, and I was astonished because these, these especially two of them, were kind of rabid feminists, but they picked John Wayne. And yeah. I asked the same question, and they gave the same answer that Dr. Pesta said. Yeah. That it was because of the masculinity. They were attracted to that, and that's what they wanted. They wanted the protection and everything that involved. Thank you for that. Amen. Amen. I can tell you right now, this is what women want. Absolutely. When, when women look in the mirror, except for Hollywood women, they see other women. When women look in the mirror, they see femininity. They don't want to sit across a dinner table at night in evening clothes from someone who looks like them. They want someone who is not them. They need the other sex, right? Yep. They, femininity needs masculinity. The uh, the mother of fem- the feminist movement, her name was Kate. <laughs> the mother of the feminist <laughs> movement has nothing to do with me. Um, was basically completely insane and she was also a lesbian two things that they consistently try to project on everyone else if you've noticed kind of yeah and and to be a woman means to be hate your children and and abortion you would not have abortion if you didn't have this right abortion how what's the best way to show you're an insensitive woman Mm -hmm. kill your baby right right that's exactly where this came out of as well Yes. And I'm not saying all feminists uh, are lesbians and not all feminists are nuts. I mean, I think a lot of them get caught up in the movement because they think they're an activist. They're fighting for something. All you have to do is release the mask and it's George Soros underneath. But they don't want to admit that. But they are they are very heavily on on top of the media, telling the media to keep putting this out there. And this is why both of you guys, the caller and you, Dr. Pesta, said this about your class. When you actually question people, they'll tell you they want the John Wayne. Uncle Milty? I just want wanted to add that in the context of this USC thing with John Wayne, it has been brought up that it's also time to change the name of John Wayne Airport. Yes, yeah. and they will, too. And yep. they will change it out for, for somebody that is a metrosexual yeah. or a transsexual just to make a statement, right? It's, it's Harvey so- Milk Airport, here we come. Oh, gosh. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're going to uh, we'll, we'll be coming back in the next hour. Um, Dr. Duke Pesta catches radio show, the Dr. Duke show. All you got to do is Google it. Thank you, Dr. Duke. Yep. Thanks, Appreciate guys. You. Good to see you again. You're awesome. Thank you. Wow. What a way to always start our show on Monday, right? Yep. Uh, be right back on the Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Get it on podcast as well. KateDalyRadio.com. KateDalyRadio.com. You can get the live recordings of the show right there. Email me, Kate, at KateDalyRadio.com. Facebook, The Kate Daly Show. Also on Twitter, The Kate Daly Show. Be right back. Have you heard Abe Ashton and Eric Nimmer? Lionel Richie talked about the idea of retiring. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. 
The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.